Hello, it's Venice Robbins, and I am so happy that you have joined me today. Today's podcast is a, our focal point is on health and nutrition, and I just want to say a quick introduction. My name is Venice Robbins, and by training, I'm actually a nutritionist. That's what my degree is in, and man, I have had just such fortune in um, in just the type of work that I've been able to do. And I think I'll share about that in a moment, but, um, I just want to welcome you to the podcast, um, and let you know that this is the Venice and friends podcast, (laughs) meaning that I have friends. I really do. And one of my friends who's going to be joining me on the podcast on a regular basis, her name is Elena. And I just think the world of Elena, uh, she is a health enthusiast. She has um, been in the healthcare industry for over 30 years. And she has a huge passion for people just really being healthy. And uh, she is incredible. And so I'm really just looking forward to you meeting her and hearing what she has to say. I think my favorite thing about Elena is she's... She just wants to empower people. Like her heart is just, that is literally what she wants. She just wants to empower people and and help educate them. And, and she's in her own journey. And it's just really beautiful to see her as she has become so aware of, uh, you know, healthy living. She wasn't raised that way. And um, just to see how she has evolved and the lifestyle that she is creating. Um, I also love about her that she's not about like, she's not an extremist, meaning she has, she's really out to create a balance for what does healthy living look like for her. And she advocates for people to figure that out for themselves. So I love that. Um, I think because it's very similar to me. Now I will tell you, I'm not going to front for many years, (laughs) I did not have like the best attitude about nutrition and I'm a nutritionist. Okay. But my, my view was, but there's only one right way. And I knew it was not the food guide pyramid way. Okay. (laughs) Um, nothing against the food guide pyramid, but, um, my very first job out of college, I worked with a medical doctor and I'll never, there was such, um, a it was like I got a whole other education outside of my degree working with him. He was an MD, but he knew so much about nutrition. And I didn't know that that was uncommon uh, because most doctors don't get a lot of nutrition education in their program. So I didn't realize how fortunate I was, but he really taught me a lot. And one of the things that I... um I'll, t- I'll finish my thought about the food care pyramid just because you're probably like, what about the food care pyramid? <laughs> Is, um, I remember he taught me, he said, you know, there are things about this food care pyramid that just really fundamentally don't really work. And, um, you know, for instance, on the base of the, of the guide is uh, grains. And grains, while they're good, you get certain vitamins um, from grains to have them be the base of what we eat is not necessarily the most beneficial. Um, he was for grains. He just was not for like 
you know, the bulk of our diet being um, grains. Uh, another thing he taught me was that dairy uh, is not necessarily good for us in, and it has to do with our digestive system. And, you know, I, I remember he told me one time, you know, milk is for cows and we're not cows. <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, mind you, remember I'm 21 at no, how old am I? I'm 25 when when I'm working with him, right? So I was, didn't know very much. I was just graduated from college. He was like the first interview I had and he hired me. I was like, oh my God, I got so lucky. <laughs> but I think it's because he, I was, I've always been very coachable and I'm curious. So I just remember he told me, this is hilarious in our interview. He looked at me, he was like, Miss Martinez, because that was my name at the time. Are you willing to unlearn everything you've learned in college? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I literally, my thought was, where the heck am I, right? And uh, he was like, you know, I'm a medical doctor. And I just fundamentally disagree with a lot of what the um, American Dietetic Association teaches. I was so stunned because... Um, my program for nutrition is extremely uh, traditional. So the American Dietetic Association is like the American Medical Association. They are a um, phenomenal organization and you don't question them. So to hear a medical doctor say that, I was like, wow, where is this? Where, what is the deal with this guy? And I was so curious. <laughs> I was so curious. I was like, sure, I'm willing. You know, I really was. So uh, it was a great opportunity. But going back to dairy, you know, he taught me how our digestive system is not really set up for um, a lot of milk and how milk can also create um, its mucus forming. It can create congestion. Um, he was not like don't ever drink milk or dairy products, but he was really an advocate for just really limit how much you eat. And that was very much his, um, kind of his way was, um, you know, everything in moderation, just really, you want to know where your food is coming from and does it really agree with the body? So it was a wonderful experience back then I somehow I developed this view that there was only one right way to eat. And it was the way I was taught by the medical doctor. <laughs> and, um, you know, looking back, some things you just don't know that you don't know. But I didn't know that I didn't know that that's really not, um, I think, the best approach. Everyone is different. And our bodies respond differently to things. Like I do not have a gluten sensitivity. I've been tested. I am not allergic to wheat or gluten, which is the protein part of the wheat. Um, but I don't do well with wheat products. Um, I don't feel well. I get itchy when I eat wheat products. Uh, I will have skin reactions and I'm not allergic. It's my body does not like wheat. And so, you know, for someone to tell me like, hey, eat, you know, lots of wheat products, even sprouted grain wheat, because I used to think, well, maybe it's wheat 
flour. You can get sprouted grain wheat like Ezekiel bread, and it's still wheat, but the wheat is cracked. It's it's not so refined. So for a while, I would really eat Ezekiel bread because I personally love bread, right? But I just couldn't do it. So <laughs> it's like I've um, I've kind of made my peace with wheat, and I rarely eat it. But I wouldn't tell you to do that. Why? Because I don't know what your body likes or doesn't like, you know? And so I would say I've had a real change in perspective about this over the past three years. I think that we have to sort this out for ourselves. I think trying things out and like seeing how we feel when we eat certain foods is really wise um, part of me thinks that people, I'm just being completely transparent with you. Okay. Part of me thinks that in our American culture, people aren't interested in that because we just want someone to tell us what to do. And we're not interested in like taking the time to discover and figure out what works for us. And I do recognize that's a pretty pessimistic, uh, view. Um, I think I teeter-totter with that, okay? And then the other side of me thinks, you know, there's like a billion of people on the planet. And I'm sure there's at least a segment of those people that are willing. <laughs> like I just kind of re- notice my uh, extreme thinking there. Like it's called all or none thinking where no one's going to be interested. And it's so untrue, you know? And that's really what has me be in this conversation with you because you may be one of those people where you're like, gosh, Venice, like that just kind of makes sense to me. I don't know how, but I've not heard someone say it like that. And yeah, I think I'm interested in developing my own unique nutrition plan that's going to work for me. You know, I think sometimes it depends. Like, I don't know how many diet plans you've been on. I have been on a lot of them. Part of it is the work that I do. I've always been very curious. So if I hear of a diet, I like to try it out just so I can say, hey, I tried that and here's how it worked for me. So I've been always been willing to like experiment, but I do choose to believe that there is going to be some people that this conversation resonates with. And so that's my... One of my main messages today in today's podcast is I invite you to really consider if you have not done this before, getting committed to figuring out what your body needs. That's my invitation. Okay, now why? Why would you take the time to explore It's really simple. It's about, you know, how are you going to age in 20 years? How old are you right now? Okay. What is your quality of life going to be like in 20 years? And does how you take care of yourself right now, does it create you being healthy in the next 20 years. Now you may be like, well, I don't really eat junk. And this is always amazing to me. 
I invite you to log everything you eat for the next three days. If you can for the next five days, because one of the things I found, because remember, I've worked with people, okay, (laughs) in nutrition consulting, is a lot of times we think things are a certain way in our mind and they're really not. Like, oh, I eat really healthy, but then you really don't. I have this dear family member who I love and she'll say like, oh, I eat really healthy and all this, but then like I've been around her, right? And she really doesn't, but in her mind, I mean, I promise you she would bet a hundred dollars that she eats healthy. And I'm always like, it, it to me, it points to something we all do as human beings. We think it is a certain way and sometimes it's not. I challenge you to write down everything you're eating. Now, one thing that I have noticed is some people don't eat very much. Like they only eat once a day. And I just invite you to consider that might not be a long-term good health practice. I think maybe in certain seasons, like maybe if you're intermittent fasting, but we're not supposed to necessarily intermittent fast for like all of our life. Intermittent fasting has a very um, applicable place in our life, I believe. But I don't believe it's like for all of the rest of our life. And so, you know, it's like going back to my thought of like, What is nutrition as you're aging going to look like for you? What is it really going to look like? And I think that you have to figure that out. What is it going to look like when for many people as they age and they get older, they don't have as much of an appetite? Well, how are you going to get your nutrients in? (laughs) You got to eat because if you don't eat, you're going to perish. Your body is not going to be able to be sustained if you don't eat. So it's like, are you, is that something you're thinking about right now? And for most people, they're not. I mean, just saying, okay. Um, and it's, I'm not saying like they don't care. It's just, I think there are other things that are like vying for our attention, honestly. And what I say is this conversation and just taking the time to sort it out for yourself, it really matters because you're talking about your future. You're talking about your quality of life. You're talking about, are you going to be able to be mobile? Is your body going to be hurting? Are you going to be able to have mental clarity? Are you going to be able to remember things? When I say quality of life, that's what I'm talking about. Are you going to be tired all the time? And listen, I'm speaking from experience. What we eat has a dramatic impact on every single thing that I just mentioned. Mobility, brain fog, fatigue, memory, sluggishness, all of that. Weight gain. I am not even talking about weight gain. You know, that? That's like, okay, that's a whole other thing. Just for you to like be able to like enjoy your aging years. 
So one of the things that I'm really committed to is being someone who like is a part of that conversation with people. I love it. I love being a part of like people figuring things out for themselves. For me, I get a lot of joy out of it. <laughs> and sometimes people ask me, Vinice, don't you get irritated with all these people? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. I love it. It's like challenging and fun and rewarding. And, you know, being that person who is a guide, you know, who's not telling people what to do, but offering suggestions. It's a really, it brings me a lot of fulfillment. So I have given you much to think about. You have a couple of assignments, okay? (laughs) And join me next time on our next podcast. Uh, Elena is going to be joining me. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Bye, guys.